TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Now it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the easy bake oven. Like a boss, the best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's game time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. How about it? New week, Monday, August 21st, 2023, and welcome into the Gabe Coon Show. I am your host, Gabe Coon, former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman on X at G underscore Coon 71. I'm alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Coon Show. That would be Connor Dunning on Exit C Dunning 929. Connor, what's the word? How was your weekend, brother? It was great. Great weekend. I'm mentally preparing for my fantasy football draft tonight. Commish? Commish. Yes. I'm a goat commish. Mr. Commish. I'm a goat commish. Yeah, okay, so for those that uh, don't know, Connor says things off the air to me sometimes that I just I have <laughs> to bring to the air. He says he's in the top one percentile. He is he is the top percentile of commissioners in America. I think when it I comes am. To his fantasy football league. I think I am. I make things happen. I talk to the people. I make sure everybody's taken care of. I make deals where deals need to be made. If you're comparing, I don't let bad if you're tweets com- or bad trades go through. If you're com- well, yeah. If they like by the end of the year, if they're just trying to offload some guys to help somebody for the playoffs, oh, you don't yeah. let that happen. Absolutely Good. not. Absolutely Good. not. Um. Where would you compare yourself, like, next to Roger Goodell if we're doing, like, a side-by-side here? I wish I made that amount of money. Well, no no, no question. I don't know. We have less controversy in our league. <laughs> okay. I'll say that. I don't think I don't. I don't have to protect the shield of the Fantasy Football League <laughs> from Carryville High School. <laughs> I don't have to do that. So, that's nice. And, by the way, you have a uh, you have a reunion coming up. Hey, this Carryville week, Carryville High School, this weekend. Yeah, 2013, baby. Ten-year reunion. My ten-year reunion's coming up. I don't know if I'm going to make it, though. Listen to this. So, last night, I was... Uh, uh, Catherine's aunt. It was her. It was her birthday, so we went right. over there and we celebrated with the family. And my nephew and niece were over there. And one, they found out yesterday I did radio, and they made me <laughs> prove it. They didn't believe me. They didn't believe I did sports radio. So they okay. made me pull up a clip of us talking right. about Jaron, which we'll go. get to in a moment. Last week, yes. so we were talking about that. But then they absolutely violated me in a way I was not prepared for. Oh no! I go. Somehow we got to the conversation where the, I was like, yeah, you know, our 10-year reunions this weekend. They must have been asking what, what our plans were for the weekend or something. I said, yeah, you know, I'm going to a football game Friday, uh, and then Saturday we're doing Ghost River for the reunion. And she goes, oh, so you're like 39. And I, it's the closest I've ever come to hitting a child, I think, was right in that moment. It, was, it hurt so bad. 
I've, you're fine, I, I didn't though. know how to react to it. 39? Don't feel old. It hurt. Don't feel That's one of my pet peeves, though. It hurt. Is folks around our age, like even in your 30s, like when people say, we're getting old. I don't say. I mean, there are I'm reasons getting, there are to reasons feel I, old. I do feel old sometimes. But no. I don't I don't feel like I, I'm, I'm too old. That comment, though, it punched me in the face. It violated me. I was not prepared for it. Just like me, my fiance's beady eyes comment. Yeah, that yeah. was uncalled for yeah, well, as well because I was on was, her side in that conversation. I don't know yeah, where that came. Yeah. From. That's why I'm scared of her. And by the way, she had her uh, her bridal shower this weekend. How'd that go? It was fine. I, I'll say this: me and my uh, me and my pops got done uh, golfing this weekend and got called in. We were supposed to show up and celebrate with everybody. I got a call. You guys, your presence isn't necessary. The only reason that your presence <laughs> is necessary is to come pick up all these gifts and bring them back to the house. So we drove out 25 minutes to Collierville, 25 minutes back, and put gifts in my house to add to our box to room. To the box that room. We talked, yes, we to the box room. Friday. Yes, yes, well done. I, we, I actually got a lot of uh, comments from people saying they also have a, <laughs> a box, box room. room. Yes. Also have a box room. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ignore that I have an attic. I don't put them up there. It's too, I'm not going to make that trek every single time I need one of those damn things. So I'm putting them in the box room. Yeah, it's, yeah. but my Which box is now room the got added to, um, and me and my dad had to do some hauling. Yeah. Because our presence wasn't needed. No. We didn't Definitely need to be not. there. Yes. Definitely not. So that was that. And I, I will say, my family, uh, we had Hurricane Hillary hit Southern California and an earthquake at the same time. Yeah, that was same nuts. time. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, I know you've seen it, Connor, the, the picture of Dodger Stadium this weekend. In L.A., I had to, you know, you have to check multiple sources to make sure it's real. I believe it's real. But it's just about flooded the entire parking lot. They it don't see like a lot of rain. Island. It looks like an island. They don't see a lot of rain. This was like the fourth recorded hurricane that has hit California ever. Because usually it's a typhoon because it rotates the other way. But this is a hurricane that hit Southern California. And my family actually moved out there recently, so I'm glad they were in town this weekend. Oh, shoot. They were How's in town. The house is fine. Home's okay? The house is fine. I think San Diego... Where they just moved to sort of got the the least of it, uh, it just rain and, of course yeah, San Diego it was just normal it was relatively normal and they live on the bay so I, I guess it was a little good for them it was a little calmed down but Dodgers Marlins got postponed I couldn't believe only 18th rain out in Dodger Stadium history that's nuts that it, is nuts isn't it kind of sad though that we both saw that image and we were like I don't know if this yeah, is real yeah, you have to check I don't know if this is real yes. that's where we are that's where we're at on the internet yeah that stinks that Great. stinks but we have three hours of talk on the way courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN and yours truly we'll open on the weekend that was the FIBA team yesterday fought Germany in a friendly and it was ugly for a while until Anthony Edwards on offense and Jaron Jackson Jr. on defense showed up and showed the hell out, and they end up winning that game. Uh, Tiger football rolling along in camp. Uh, first game, we're about a week and some change away, uh, and we have a ticket promotion, Connor, a pretty substantial ticket promotion that I like. I think a lot of people will look at it in a negative light. I'm going to look at it in a positive light. The Win Together ticket promotion. If you buy a $60 ticket to the first home game against Bethune-Cookman, as long as the Tigers keep winning, you get a free ticket to every home game until they lose. That's pretty cool. Pretty nice. That's pretty cool. Creative. But it does show a level of urgency and maybe a, le- a little level of desperation trying to get butts in the seats. But that's okay. You need to create excitement. You need to get people in there. We'll talk about that in this first hour. As far as guests are concerned, Jeff Calkins from the Jeff Calkins Show and Daily Memphian will join at 5 o'clock. And then our first installment of Harold Grader, the Associate Executive Director of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, will join at 6 o'clock every single Monday. Uh, during the college football season, so first installment of that will be at 6 o'clock. Then we'll hop into the Blitz shortly thereafter. Aaron Rodgers going to start a final preseason game at the Giants, so he's finally going to get his first 
real live snaps in a game. You can call it preseason all you want, real live snaps in a game against the Giants. So that'll be fun, and there's a lot of back and forth on the internet about it. Stephen A. had some bad things to say about it on ESPN. I, I, I hate, I, I can't stand the double-edged sword that there is around playing star players in preseason games. It's annoying. I mean, you're doomed if you do, doomed if you don't in a lot of ways. So we'll talk about that as well as how defensive players in the NFL need to be treated better. Quan Alexander got fined $50,000 for unnecessary roughness because he made truly. People saw this. Steelers versus uh, Bucks this weekend. There was a swing pass out to the flat from Baker Mayfield. Quan Alexander hit it for a uh, TFL. Got fined fifty grand for unnecessary roughness. He just made a play. <laughs> he just made a play, so we'll talk about that when we get to the Blitz, as well as the Yankees sucking. The Yankees stink. You're happy about that, you right? You want to say it one more time? The Yankees stink. Yeah. You're... You're good with that? Great weekend. <laughs> Great weekend. Solid baseball from the New York Yankees. Well done. Yes. And the Red Sox, they played well, man. They That's the joke, well. Gabe. Yeah. Yes. They played well. Jokes are always funnier when you explain them. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. Yankees suck. Yankees suck. There you go. Well done. Um, but I want to start with uh, the friendly we saw yesterday, Germany versus, uh, versus the USA. USA had to come from 16 down. It was ugly for a while. And we, we've seen this through their first few friendlies. They're 5-0 and now in friendlies. Um, but the, through the first four friendlies, yeah, they handled business. But there was these extreme lulls that they went on where you're just wondering. They're, make, they're turning the ball over. Uh, I think against Greece they had 20 turnovers, 24 points off those turnovers. They have these lulls, but they usually respond really well. They ended up responding on the back end, uh, courtesy of Anthony Edwards. But there is some, I, I think – once they get into the tournament, which starts the 25th um, against New Zealand, is who they'll be playing, I think there's going to be some, uh, some lingering effects. They have, to, they have to figure out how to stay out of uh, trouble, if you will, because they shouldn't have struggled that much against Germany. No, Germany's a very talented team. You know, they, they have the, the Franz brothers, uh, the Wagner brothers, I suppose. Wagner. And you have the Wagner, the Wagner brothers. they got Daniel Tice, like Dennis Schroeder. They've got a few guys that can give you – problems, but there's no way that they should have struggled in the first half like they did yesterday. And, you know, we talked about the starting lineup of the team. Since we talked about that, it has appeared to me that two guys have risen and have are argue they have arguments to be in that starting lineup. And there's a guy in the starting lineup that you're kind of looking at is like, oh, dude, we see you in the starters. I don't know if you should be a part of this. And that's Brandon Ingram. Yeah. But it's strange because it would be the obvious starter like when you were putting this team together. All-star, right. 25 points per game. He's just kind like, of been just invisible. Seems like, but, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it's, it has to do with the international game and how they're playing, the FIBA rules and everything else, but he has not been all that great. Who has been great is Jaron the entire time. Offensively, he's not taking that massive role, although he can when he wants to. And his back-to-the-basket game, we've been talking about it the whole time, the baby hook with the left hand is just – God, it's gorgeous. When he gets that one-on-one in the post, he's, he's babying everybody with that baby hook. But six blocks yesterday. Closed that game in phenomenal fashion. Jaron Jackson Jr. did. And he, he just shows, he, he continues to show why he was the defense player of the year. Now, second half and just the entire game yesterday, Anthony Edwards. <sighs> we had questions about him coming into the league because of what he said about, oh, his first love was football. Uh, he, did, he talked about not really grinding at basketball and really loving basketball. 
The way he plays, it looks like he loves basketball. 34 points yesterday, 4 for 6 from 3, 11 for 20. This dude is going to take a leap, and this is an all-star leap. He's already been an all-star. I think it'll happen again. This guy is unbelievably good and talented and strong. He can play some decent on-ball defense as well as fill it up whenever the hell he wants to. Anthony Edwards is so damn impressive. He's going to be a star if he's not already a star. It's really fun to watch Anthony Edwards play, and you could tell that he got in this mode during that game where he knew he everybody in the gym knew he was going to take a yes. shot and everybody in the gym kind of knew it, it was, was going in. and there was yeah. absolutely nothing that Germany could do to stop it like you said four from eight from three it's nasty 11 from 21 from the field nasty and then he had you know he was moving the ball around he was getting some rebounds like you said he was playing pretty good defense had two blocks if he can play like that for this team it's going to be very very difficult to beat them I will say though it is glaring when he's not on the court, and when Jaron's not on the court, they do struggle. Yeah, when they those do. two guys aren't there, they do struggle. Jaron was plus 19. Anthony Edwards was plus 37. I know plus-minus game plus to game. Plus 37 is insane. Yeah, it oh, is. But I know plus-minus game to game is kind of tough to, to look at things. But I feel like with Team USA, it does tell a bit of a story there. I mean, you, when you look at Brandon Ingram, he's only plus one. And you look at the guys that were playing much better than him, you, go, you got Tyrese Halliburton, plus 17. That tells a story, and I think that we all kind of saw that while we were watching the game. That's one thing. I know Anthony Edwards had a great, you know, fourth quarter, great close, but Tyrese Halliburton hitting those threes and yep. back to back to back, that's what kept him in the game. If that didn't happen, we might be talking about a loss today. Yeah, but Anthony Edwards, 22 years old, playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves, you do wonder, I mean, how he's going to feel long-term in Minnesota. I think we've had this discussion Future before. Grizzly. Yeah, future Grizzly <laughs> Anthony Edwards. But we've had this discussion before. You sort of wonder what, what, that, what that's going to age like. Carl uh, Anthony Towns takes a little bit of the shine away from him, some shots away from him. Uh, you wonder how long that's going to last. But Anthony Edwards has to be the featured guy every single night out for the Timberwolves if they want to be successful going into the future. That's, that's, that's who has to wear the crown for that team. Carl Anthony Towns is a great player. I'll give him his credit. I think he's corny at times, and uh, the way he talks – can can rub people the wrong way, and he said he changed the game on, what was that, Paul George's podcast, a little much. Um, but Anthony Edwards has to be the guy for that team if they want to have success in the future. Yeah, it's the Timberwolves have a personnel problem where I just don't think that those that trio's ever going to work together. They have a lot of talent up there, but as long as Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert are sta- standing down there in the paint together, I don't know if it's going to work. That team, it, it's tough. That team doesn't make much sense, but Anthony Edwards is a bona fide star, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's All-NBA next season. He's going to be an All-Star. He's going to take a leap. It seems like he's already beginning to. And, you know, this is crazy. I know a lot of people make the joke, but when you watch him play, you do get, like, these flashes of, like, Damn, that was kind of Jordan. Like yeah. he looks like he looks like Michael Jordan out there. He's got the like the they do arm that with band. him and Jimmy Butler all the time. Sure, yeah, yeah but the armband's like right in the same spot yep. as young Jordan. And That's on that dunk purposeful. that he went up on, I was like, oh my god, it he didn't looked, have to. He didn't it have looked to do just like him. He didn't have to do that poor guy from Germany like that. Of course he did. He had to. <laughs> he had to. Jaron Jackson Jr. six blocks. So it's like a war crime against Germany. That's insane. Yes, I, I, I. This team is still good, but they're going to yeah. have to figure out. Like the, the starting lineup may not be as good as we thought through the first four games. I they think may have to make some changes. Are. Four of them are, but they may have to make some changes. Brandon Ingram has just not been that great. But he, I mean, I don't blame them for running Brandon Ingram out there. No, he's it been makes the most. Sense. He's one of the most proven stars on this team right now. But he has not proven it during the during the friendlies. Right. But all that could flip on a dime once they get into the regular tournament. Regular tournaments got a different intensity. These friendlies are not the same. You get everybody minutes. Well, um, you still try to win the game, but you get everybody right. minutes. I, to that point, though, 
teams playing the U.S., they're giving it their all. Yeah, of they're course. They're trying to of beat course. the U.S. every single time. Another guy that I do think we need to talk about is Austin Reeves. I know people he have He may have mixed, to be the starter. That may, mixed, that may have got, to be the guy that jumps hey, in there hey, for Brandon Ingram. I know people I'm sorry. got mixed feelings on him, but that dude can hoop. That dude can that hoop. That team is he can hoop. demonstrably better when he's on the floor. 100%. 100% it, better it, when it, he's out what, one. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. thing that I just, I can't get over Austin Reeves because he's 6'5", 6'6", pretty tall guy, lanky. Um, we didn't really know what he was going to be when he got into the league, into the NBA. But, man, his creation is a sight to behold. It doesn't look the prettiest, but he can create off the bounce. He's got a good three ball. Um, defense leaves a little bit to be desired, but he tries. He is he is a good player. And it's strange to see a guy like that sort of trickle into the NBA the way he did to become a starter alongside LeBron and AD with the Lakers and be one of the best players on the floor in playoff series. I mean, that that that, that has been a crazy development the past couple of years for him. His best attribute, in my opinion, watching him play, you know, last season and then now in the FIBA, he has no fear. Yep. No fear. The dude has full confidence in himself. He is not as scared of the moment. Some people have inferior. He will take the shot, but he does, has no fear. He has full confidence. So every time he takes that shot, he thinks it's going in. Some people have that inferiority complex coming from where he did. Not highly thought of out of Oklahoma, although he was great at Oklahoma when he was there. He was an all-Big 12 type guy. Um, but he's got a superiority complex. He gets out there, he thinks he's the best player on the floor. 100%. It's just different. I mean, I, I, I have been amazed. He may be, he, that, that needs to be probably the string that's pulled before they actually play on the 25th against New Zealand, maybe inserting him into the starting lineup. I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Now, um, in college football, we have a couple of things over the weekend. Um, Carson Beck. We've been fighting it out a little bit. Brock Vandegrift was another name involved in it, but Georgia has named their starter, and it's Carson Beck. Carson Beck is a former four-star slash five-star recruit, depending on where you look. Um, tall, lanky. This is a guy who I, I expect big things from. Four TDs, no interceptions when he's gotten time to play at Georgia, so I think that's a good one. Former Ole Miss quarterback who split time with uh, Jackson Dart to uh, start the year last year. 
Luke Altmaier has been named to start at Illinois. I know people don't pay attention to Illinois, but that was a good team last year. Number one defense in the country. Now they lose Ryan Walters to Purdue. He's going to be the head coach there. But Luke Altmaier found a starting spot. They're obviously not at Ole Miss. They have a deep quarterback room now, but Luke Altmaier found his, uh, found his landing spot. And I always found it strange, the conversation about him at Ole Miss. I know Jackson Dart was five-star, one of the two best quarterbacks in the country coming out of high school. But Luke Altmaier was always a four-star and developed at Ole Miss. I mean, this was a guy that um, Lane Kiffin actually enjoyed having around. He's a good quarterback, and I expect some decent things from him at Illinois, although it'll be turning around and handing the ball off and, you know, 22 personnel, two tight ends on the, on the field just about at all times. Um, but the big, big news that dropped today, um, Michigan. Michigan has self-imposed three-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh. So he will miss, instead of the four games – He's going to miss – it would have added Rutgers to this. ECU, UNLV, Bowling Green. That's what he's going to miss. Who cares? I didn't really care when it was Rutgers added as well, but it looks like he's going to return for that Big Ten opener September 23rd against Rutgers, and that's going to be that. He couldn't miss the Big Ten opener, Connor. No, absolutely not. He could not. not miss it. Even though they're going to win 55-10, to 10, he could not miss it because it's the Big Ten opener. They have to take it serious at that Has point. to be there. Has to be there. I just think it's pretty funny that they looked at the NCAA and we were like – we're not going to do the four game. We're not going to do the four game. We're going to do three. <laughs> well, I, I think part of this, too, is the NCAA denied the four game suspension. Oh, was that? Did they, they was, fully well, they deny it? They couldn't fully come to an agreement, agreement. about how it was going right. to look. Um, but they ended up denying it on the back end. I can tell you, he's just not going to coach for four games. That would be how that looks. <sighs> but I guess Michigan wants to make sure that they don't get any school penalties for having dealt with uh, Jim Harbaugh. I ultimately. see. I see. I still don't know what the future is. I mean, we talked about it last week. I don't know what the future is going to hold for Jim Harbaugh, though. Uh, the fact that they didn't agree on a four-game suspension and he's been flirting with the NFL, that still lingers in the back of your mind. Could it happen? I mean, it's been rumored for a long, long time. There's a massive buyout if he does that. Like, I I, I look at it and I still wonder if Jim Harbaugh try, is trying to get back to the NFL. Because there's the Raiders could come open. That's a place that he's been sort of sneakily talking to the past few years. That, that could be an opening for him that he takes. I just, I absolutely love the tell your story element of this story because Michigan's like, we're going to do three. We understand the penalty. Well, who are we playing? Okay, we're definitely going to do three. <laughs> <laughs> but Rutgers wouldn't have made it. I think that, that Rutgers without no, Jim Harbaugh is still going to be. Michigan to a win against it's Rutgers. It's still at the least going to be a 42 to 21 game. Yeah. Like it's, it's not going to be cool. It'll be fine. It's ridiculous. But honestly, respect to Michigan. Uh, I do find it strange, like even with this suspension, and I know it's a three game suspension, he's allowed to coach during the week, but not in the Saturday games. Which is like, what is this suspension so what's really the suspension doing? doing? He's still installing the game plan, meeting with the team during the week. He's just not going to be a game day coach. And I understand there's some things that you you would want him to be on the on the field for. He's got a lot of experience, got a really good team, but I, I think it sort of defeats the purpose that he's going to be out there during the week coaching his team anyway. Like, it, it, you you need to be a good game day coach, but against ECU, UNLV, Bowling Green, I think they'll I think they'll live. I think they'll. I think it's a safe bet. Yeah. Now um, we do have some uh, games coming up on Saturday. Which one? Which one meets your fancy? Which one tickles your fancy? Navy Notre Dame is that it? Is that the only one? NBC one thirty and in Aviva Stadium in Dublin, Ireland. Dublin. In Dublin. Uh, yeah, sure. That'll be a cool game. I like Notre Dame. Yeah, and then we have UTEP Jacksonville State. Okay, we'll move past that one. Uh, UMass New Mexico State. Okay, we'll move past that one. Ohio San Diego State. Okay. 
moving in the right direction. That ain't bad. That'll be FS1, 6 p.m. Hawaii Vandy? Is the stadium going to be ready? No, it won't. (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely won't. But uh, Vandy, going into that game, 17-point favorites. Really? At home in the in the 17-point favorite? Well, Hawaii's not not over. I know, but Vandy being 17-point favorite? Whew. That's scary. Uh, then San Jose State at USC. Uh, that that I would like that one. That would be a fun I one. I like that one, except for the fact that San Jose State is just not good anymore. They're just they 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 have fallen off a cliff. USC thirty one point favorites. The issue there too, Pac twelve network. So Ugh. we won't be watching. <laughs> we won't be watching. Gross. We'll be able to watch six of seven games, and then we'll end the night eight p.m. Florida International at Louisiana Tech. This is that could get weird. This is a really bad appetizer. But it's an appetizer. It's a hot towel. Like if you, if, it's a hot towel. It's not even. I don't know if he. I don't know it's if a, it's it a, deserves it's, appetizer. It's a level. house salad, but they have limited dressing. The only dressing they're allowing you to eat is blue cheese. It's water with lemon. Water with lemon. Okay, but the lemon. I, hey, hey. Notre Dame's the lemon. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, it's a house salad, and they only have blue cheese ready for you. Ugh. I don't know how you yeah, feel that, about the, blue cheese. The blue dressing, cheese but is I'm the Pac-12 network. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 week zero. I always get annoyed. They call it week zero, but uh, we'll get to watch ball. It won't be the best ball, but it'll be all right. It's football. I, I, I the one thing, the one storyline I will be watching though over most is Notre Dame. Sam Hartman taking over at quarterback. Uh, all-American type guy at Wake Forest, like that's that's going to be interesting to watch. How good will Notre Dame be offensively? Tommy Reese is out the door. They had to replace an OC, and you have Sam Hartman who can spread the ball around. Like that, we'll we'll learn pretty early. I think even against that Navy defense, how he's going to look in that Notre Dame system. Do you think there's any chance that Navy gives them trouble? <sighs> Navy always has the outside. They're just so weird. Give you trouble. Because it's a triple option look, and you have to – I mean, for those that don't know, like in the offseason program, even before you get to the Navy week, even if you're playing them week eight, you have to, in fall camp, get some time allotted to practice against the triple option. So you have it in your mind before you get to game prep. It's just I, – I don't think they give them trouble, but Navy's that wild card. They just run different things. Defensively, I don't think they're going to be that good, although they can be – a little, they, they stick to their gaps. Their gaps sound. They're a disciplined team, but offensively, they can always throw you for a loop. Three, three yards a pop. They're gonna go for it on fourth down if it's fourth and one and a half. Like it's just, it always, it's always can be bothersome to you, because I think there's also the the mindset of you know having played them in college. Your mind can just get warped playing Navy. You're off the field as an offense. For a long, long, long time. And when you see them go for it on fourth and two and get it on a fullback dive, it can just mentally drain you. It's mentally draining to play Navy. But if you knock them out early, it's hard for them to come back. Right. They can't score quick. <laughs> they cannot score quick unless, you, unless you're not gap sound, in which case they can score quick. They can score quick if you're D-tackles D- out outside of the A-gap, and they run a fullback dive straight up the middle. Exactly. I've seen of it course. a many times. I was about to say but the no, same they're, thing. they're not quick strike. If you get up 14 nothing, 21 nothing, it's really hard for them to make up ground in a quick way. Cover your gaps. Yes. Just make sure you tackle the right guy, even if he doesn't have the ball. <laughs> tackle the damn right guy. But that uh, we'll, see. we'll see how that works out. Now, we do have some news from the Memphis football program. Uh, we learned last week that they're right past the 11,000 mark when it comes to season ticket sales, and they're doing everything they can 
to try to sell tickets, including today an interesting promotion. It's called the Win Together Ticket Offer. I'll explain what that is and what I think of it on the other side on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. When you think of engagements, rings, wedding bands, diamonds, think Robert Irwin Jewelers. Ring design, truthfully, we know it's a tough decision to make, obviously, to get engaged and to find the ring of your partner's choice. But ring design is the number one thing women care about and why all Robert Irwin Jewelers rings are fully customizable. If you have an idea, I mean, a picture, a drawing, they can make it come to life. You can make it one of a kind, a custom ring just for you. You can make the ring all by yourself. You choose the center stone, cut, clarity, shape, size. You pick the setting. Don't worry. They'll help if you need it. And Robert Irwin Jewelers will make that ring for your special someone that no one else has. And... No one else has even tried on. It was designed totally by you for them. It always means more when you take the time to do something special and do that at Robert Irwin Jewelers. And no pressure. Robert Irwin Jewelers has the meant-to-be guarantee. Buy your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and you have 365 days to return it. They have been in Memphis for over 42 years. Howie and his family have always provided different, more relaxed ways to buy fine jewelry with less pressure, more options, and much better prices. Bigger, brighter diamonds with zero down and up to 60 months to pay. Whether it's birthday, anniversary, congratulations, I love you, I'm sorry, Merry Christmas. From $250 to $250,000, Robert Irwin Jewelers has something for every budget. They have five Memphis locations, including the one on Perkins Extended, or go online at rijewelers.com to check out all of their great engagement rings, rings, fine jewelry, and gym. Now, Memphis football just like Robert Irwin Jewelers is trying to find ways to make going to a game more affordable. They're trying to make it more affordable for you. Um, so they have put together a promotional package. Interesting one, one I haven't really heard of before. But when Memphis football wins at home, you win too, according to Tiger Athletics on X. And Introducing, they said, the win together ticket offer. Get in for $60 before the season begins for the Bethune-Cookman game. And each Memphis home win without a loss earns you a free ticket to the next game. I love it. I love it. They haven't done very well with their ticket sales this this year. I, obviously, since COVID, there's been some issues, um, but that's not the only issue. Six and six and three and five in conference is the ultimate issue. I think in 2017, 22,500 season tickets were sold, only at about 11,000 this year. They're trying to get more butts in the seats, and I get it. I completely understand it, but this is a heck of a deal off top, Connor. That's that's first thing I noticed. Oh, it, it, it's, it's a fantastic deal. I think it, it's an inspired idea from the University of Memphis. What I really like about it is it shows that they are recognizing a problem and they're not trying to make excuses for it. They're trying to act upon it, and they're trying to change their circumstances, and that is something that I can absolutely respect. Another thing that I do like about this is it doesn't put the blame for the tickets not being on the fans. You yep. know what I mean? It really feels like that they are saying, listen, we it's understand that the product on the field may not have been what it should have been the last few seasons, so we are going to give you, the fans, an opportunity to come to some of these games for free so that you can get back into the into the spirit of Tiger football. I know it's fun. Tigers, since 2014 at home, have been 52-9. and nine Pretty good at home. So the chances of you getting a couple of games for free is pretty high. And, and I mean, think about it. $60 for Bethune-Cookman. Win. 
Let's just let's call it how it is. If that's win. not a win, we got problems. You get Navy at home, which is always a relatively fun. Navy travels well. We have some people uh, that, that are that are you know in town from the Naval Academy that show up. Um, so that's always a fun game. If they win that one, top of the group of five is going to be on display at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. I mean, that is Boise State versus Memphis. That'll be a nationally televised game, potentially for free, if you buy that $60 uh, ticket to Bethune-Cookman. Like, that is that is good in itself, and I do like your sentiment there. It's not a blame on the fans for not being excited. There's no, there's no blame, no light being shed on that. It's we have not lived up to our end of the bargain. So here is some help. We want you to be out here. We want you to support us, and we want to give you incentive to support us. It's not It's not placing the blame on the fans for not being excited. They understand that they haven't given a whole lot of reason to be excited the past two seasons. Right, and I really like the, the statement that came from Laird Veach where he talked about it being an example of a fun way where Memphis fans can invest into the college football season without having to break the bank. You know what I mean? They can feel like they're and a part of And we're in a working this. class se- right. city. Right, absolutely. And, you know, he said they're, they're happy to give the fans the opportunity to win alongside the Tigers. So that's why, you know, when the Tigers win, it feels like you're going to win too because you get free tickets. That's awesome. I think, it's a, I think it's a fantastic idea. And I also think it's very smart to make it where you have to sign up for it before that first home game. Yeah, and you should. Give some urgency to it. To be honest with you. I mean, and, and, and don't get it twisted. Like, I, I get that people are a little bit disinterested, lack of excitement. I understand where that comes from. It's a wait-and-see mentality. You bring in a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces. You know, even if they've had production at other places, Josh Ellison at Oklahoma along the defensive line, Simeon Blair at Arkansas uh, in the secondary, Toski Dove, who was pretty good at Mizzou, Tamir Blankemsey, who was pretty good at uh, Toledo, Blake Watson, who was a 1,000-yard rusher at Old Dominion. You can look at all that, and you can say, okay, they had production elsewhere, but I think people want to see it done in Tiger uniform before they start to buy into what this team is doing. That's sort of a, it's it's been it's a wait and see approach from a lot of this fan base. And I think that the excitement could come relatively quickly if they start winning games. That three game stretch, truly, that three game stretch where you're going to have Mizzou and St. Louis, Boise State at home, Tulane at home, that will tell you about what this season's going to be from an excitement standpoint and what this season will actually look like on the field, how many wins they'll end up with. You want to come out with at least one win in those three. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you can get any more than that, you feel great. Yeah, you don't want to walk out 0-3. You walk out out in 3, you got you got some issues, but no, I would I would expect them to get I think at least one. At least one from from those three games. It's if you had to pick, I guess. Do you think like how do you think they're going to look against Boise State? Like how is Boise State this year heading into the football season? Do you know much more than than most, uh, not not What's your particularly. I mean, Boise State. Boise State is always going to be a solid team. Defensive side of the ball, they were solid last year. Um, they they sort of have to figure out what they're going to do with their quarterback situation. Um, but because uh, they had Hank Bachmeyer for a while, that didn't quite work out. They have to move in a correct direction, and I think that um, Andy Avalos, um, they're, they're going to have to figure out how they're going to go about sort of bringing this thing back to where it once was. They're in a Similar situation to Memphis and where they have lost a little bit of momentum with their football program, but they built up so much goodwill over the years um, that it's tended to stay around a little longer than Memphis has. Because, I mean, we remember when they beat Oklahoma. I mean, those highs were insane. We, we remember when they beat Oklahoma, and, uh, like uh, throwing the ball into the stands. We had uh, uh, 
We had a, a running back proposing on the field after the game. The like Statue they of have, Liberty play. They, they, yes, they Incredible. have they have a bunch of history in the 21st century that I think has lingered around for a while. They were solid last year, but this year, I mean, their their fan base is in wait and see mode. But they've built up a lot of good um, goodwill over the years to where that fan base is still intrigued with the product. Right, and that does sound similar to University of Memphis. You know, we've had a pretty great decade, or I guess you know, early I guess the the 2010s decade, and then the 2020s haven't been exactly what you wanted it to be. But you can still see that there's a hope there that it could possibly get to where it was in the 2010s. But I just I think this is a really creative, inspired way to get fans back in the seats while while also not putting the blame on the fan base for not purchasing tickets. It is you are taking the risk away. For, for buying some of these tickets. But, you know, $60, and then all of a sudden you get three home games for free, potentially, even, maybe more, depending on how good the team is this year. I'll sign up for that all day. The growth potential here is still massive to me. Right. I, I, people talk about momentum being thrown down the drain to a certain extent the last two years, and I agree with it. Um, you have to capitalize while you're on top of that mountain. After the Cotton Bowl, they have not been able to capitalize. They've gone down a little bit. Um, they're a fair amount. Two six and six seasons in a row will tell you that. Um, But I still feel like this program, with the city backing, the market they have, the growth potential is still massive. And, like, you could talk about momentum being lost, but they're recruiting at the top of the group of five every single year. And they still have opportunities to take advantage going into the future. You just hope that this year gives clarity on where where we're headed. You you want it to be a good year. Nine wins, ten wins. Um but if you're you're eight and four or below, I don't know how many fans sort of jump back onto the bus, jump back onto the train, if you will. Because I think there's a lot of people that understand the AAC is down, the conference is not the same. Eight wins, I don't know. I don't know if people are all that enthused. They'll be happier than they were a year ago, but I don't know how much happier. So that's where you think the line is: is the eight to nine eight, wins? Eight wins. I has always, to be I always kind of thought it was the seven to eight, but I'll, I'll ride with you on 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 the eight. Eight to nine. wins. That, that's, that makes sense. I mean, but eight wins has to be a necessity. Like has, I can, you I have, can give I, you, yeah, you I can eight. give you a pass for losses to Boise State, Tulane, uh, and Mizzou. Like I can give you passes there, but everybody else on the schedule, including SMU, with Preston Stone at quarterback, they weren't that good last year. It was a close game anyway. Like that's a if you want to get to where you want to go, if you want to take yourself seriously as a program, you have to win a game like that. I mean, outside of let's talk about it. Outside of Mizzou, Boise State, Tulane, Bethune Cookman, Arkansas State, Navy, UAB in year one with Trent Dilfer, North Texas, who you beat a year ago, South Florida, no good at this moment, although we'll see what Alex Golish can do, but it's year one. Charlotte, with Biff Poggy picked at the bottom of the conference. SMU, who's always a tough game, but you have to again. If you want to take yourself seriously, you have to win that game, and then at Temple to end the year, who's been miserable since Matt Rule left. You you just well since uh, Rod Carey left more more recently, but you have to make sure that you win eight games with this schedule. This schedule's not good enough to lose. I mean, to win less than eight games. Right, agreed. And when you look at the schedule in the home games, there is a path to them potentially. You might be able to see every single home game for free after you get that $60 investment. I think that they have potential to win pretty much every single home game. I think that if you get through Boise State and Tulane, Boise State's going to be that's very those, are the, those are the two that I think are going to decide. Tulane the, at home, I'm telling you. Tulane at home is going to be tricky. I mean, it's going to be tricky, but at the same time, Tulane at home, I mean, that's a good way. That's why the schedule, like, if you look at the schedule and how it broke for them, getting Boise State and Tulane at home is massive. 
Yeah, for sure. You don't want to play those games on Especially the road. Especially this season. And I don't know if there's that. Like, the talent disparity between them and Tulane is not there. It's about Willie Fritz and Michael Pratt. And can they recreate history like, like, they, like they had a year ago, beating USC and the Cotton Bowl? That's going to be hard to do two years in a row. And I thought last year, if the Tigers just didn't turn the ball over, drop a punt, fumble the ball on a drag route for a first down, my God, they could have been in that game because they, they rattled off a bunch of points in that second half and made it a seven-point game by the end of it. They just dug themselves such a nasty hole. That, that Tulane game, I'm telling that's a winnable game at home. That is a winnable game at home, oh, even with Tulane being picked at the top of the conference. With this ticket thing, it just I like the mindset that the Memphis football team seems to have. They understand that there is an issue here. They understand that it is a really big season, considering you know you want momentum to continue for this Tigers football program. You need people to get on board with Ryan Silverfield. We had him on last week. He talked about that urgency. He talked about yeah. making sure that they don't take the foot off the gas. You the, don't want to get caught in the fourth quarter again as many times as they did. His, his, two, his two sentiments that he just kept hammering away at when we talked to him, depth, and finish. Right. And I think finish over depth because I think they have depth now. I mean, maybe not as much in the, in the receiver room. Uh, offensive line still has to show itself. That's my biggest question. I'm skeptical about that offensive line getting it together in that run game helping out Seth Hennigan. I talked about that when I did my three pressing questions and answers on Friday. But they have depth along the, along the defense. Uh, you feel really good about what they have in the backfield if that old line is decent. Um, but finish is the is the biggest thing. How many games the past two years have they just choked away with a lack of urgency and just sort of complacency as you get into the second half? UTSA is a big one. I mean, I, I look at that Houston game last year, and that is just the, the amalgamation of all of it. You had a massive lead going into the fourth quarter against a Houston team that's off to the Big 12. It was your last real shot against them, and you, and you blew it. Listen, you blew it. A, a way to get another chance, I think, from fan bases and from people is to not make excuses and accept responsibility. The athletic department and Ryan Silverfield have accepted responsibility. They are not trying to make excuses for what happened last year. They're not trying to make excuses for why fans aren't buying tickets. They are saying, we recognize our circumstance. We are going to work to try to change it. I do think that they deserve credit there. Now, you have to win now. You have yes. to win. You, yeah, that, got, you got credit for doing right? this. Now you got to win. This is the, the, the question that I think most of the people behind the scenes in the athletic department are asking with the lack of season ticket sales is what can we do to make the product more appealing? And you can talk about Ryan and how he sells the program. He's not Mike Norvell by any stretch of the imagination. That guy was out there every single week talking with reporters. He made it very open for them. Ryan's not that style. He doesn't take that approach, so I don't think that's changing. If you want your fortunes to change in ticket sales, three letters, W-I-N. There's nothing else you can do. You have to win. That's what gets this fan base enthused. Losses do not help them. No. I mean, there were times, I, and I know it was raining. <laughs> you know, 2015, we started 8-0, and we had that three-game losing streak, but it was still a historic season, right? That last game against SMU with those three straight losses, no one was in the stands, even though it was Paxton Lynch and Anthony Miller and a lot of these guys who went on to have, uh, it'll talk about Anthony in a second, but went on to the NFL, really good talent on that team, started 8-0, was, were 13 in the first college football playoff rankings. Even though you had that 8-0 start, those three losses told the whole story of the season to the fan base. 
losses tell a, a, a worse story than any win will. You just have to win. And once you win, you'll, you'll start to get more butts in the seats. Now, speaking of Anthony Miller, you see it today? Yes. Yes. Got let go him. by the Steelers because he's struggled with shoulder injuries. And I, I don't know how this is going to work with the 49ers. I don't know his, his practice squad availability. But he's been signed by the 49ers. That's good to see. I, I do hate it for Anthony because I think he got put behind the eight ball being drafted by the Bears. Yeah. And having Mitchell Trubisky as his quarterback. That's tough. And, and I think he also never allowed his shoulder to really heal the same way. You saw it even rear its ugly head in that in the final game he played at the Liberty Bowl. Absolutely, um, yeah. Against Iowa State, he had to go out late in that game. Yeah. He just never let it quite heal the way it needed to. And and honestly, with with torn labrums, with shoulder injuries, the chance for re-injury is very high. Um, but that, that has sort of put his career in a weird spot where he's bouncing team to team. But I'm glad to see him have a landing spot because he's so damn talented. The, the route running, the speed he possesses, the hands he possesses, he's an NFL player. He's just got to be put in a good spot. Yeah, I, I like this spot for him. I was really happy to see that news today because I've always thought he was a talented receiver that never got his fair shot because it is tough being a wide receiver getting drafted to a bad team because if you look over that quarterback room and you're like, that's what I got? Because the quarterbacks he had at Memphis were really good. Yeah. <laughs> they were really good quarterbacks. And, and it's different you know, at this level. It too. is different. It is different. At, at I, I will level. say that, but... Um, I certainly think he has the talent. I'm, I'm sure he has the work ethic from all the success that he had at Memphis, you know, coming from CBHS oh, and yes. the climb that he had there. So I, I hope it works out for him. I really do. Yeah, but it's just been so rough for him. And I, as a second-round pick, I expected a whole lot out of him. Yeah. But the, the, oh, the, wow, I forgot he was a second-round pick. Injuries, wow. The injuries and everything else have gotten in the way. And I know that there's a lot of Bears fans out there that are very unhappy with how it all turned out with him, and they sort of put the sh- blame on his shoulders. In a lot of ways, but I don't know if that Bears team was. Go look at the organization. That, I don't know if that Bears team, Matt Nagy, uh, Mitch Trubisky. I don't know if they were putting any of their receivers, anybody, in a good position by the end of that. It was ugly. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah. Anthony Miller was a victim of that situation in a lot of ways. Listen, the Bears have had some really talented receivers in the the tough few years that they've had. None of them have worked out well there. And when they leave, all I of mean, a sudden they're back to what, what we think they can be. By the end, Allen Robinson, who was exactly. just sort of the savior, was terrible. He couldn't do anything. <laughs> well, it wasn't his fault. It it's was, not his know, fault. It, I, no. agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you got to have the ball thrown to you in a proper manner to be able to be a wide receiver. Breaking news. One quick thing, though. When you go back and you look at the, the Memphis football schedule and the, the free ticket thing and all that, that Boise State game has potential to be a special day. It really does. you got the 2003 team reunion. you got the D'Angelo Williams uh, salute. It's kids' day. It could potentially be packed out with, with people that got free tickets. It's a, it's a huge game. You might be coming off of a fingers crossed and Mizzou win. It could be a special day for the Memphis Tigers program that day. It should be. It should be, and a win would do a whole lot. It would lot. do wonders. It would do a whole lot for the fan base getting back on. Well, Brian Silverfield and that team getting on the good side of the fan base. And I honestly, when you look at the group of five and, you know, teams, maybe dark horses because Tulane, UTSA are going to be at the top of the list when it comes to New Year's Six availability this year. That still is sort of those couple of dark horse teams that could make a push early in the season in the out-of-conference to – get themselves over the top. That's a resume builder for both teams in the group of five. That's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one as we get to uh, September 30th. September 30th. Now, um, Jeff Calkins will join on the other side. I want to get his opinion on this win together ticket promotion. We'll do that next right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. clock at four. 
Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 